Welcome to Redemption Unveiled. Do you ever feel like something is missing from your faith? Disappointed in life? Hi, I'm Haley, and I want to help you get a clear plan so that you can show up for the adventure God made for you. Because I don't believe anyone should end up disappointed with the only life they get. But it's not just that. I know that the earth is waiting for you to show up. Redemption Unveiled. Let's do this. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm excited because if you've listened to the podcast from the start of the year, you know that we did this series of the Joseph Campbell kind of adventure series, or not the start of the year, even the end of last year, we we did the Joseph Campbell adventure series. Like, what does it take to write an adventure story and connecting it to what does it take to live one? And through all of this and kind of my adventure teachings and the kickstart, I am recognizing just the need to make this super simple for you guys, okay? Because I want to make finding the adventure God has for you super simple, okay? And I want to make it where your brain can understand because obviously when I say, take the adventure God has for you, you know, that's great because don't we all want to do that? But the truth is, unless we can get it from that warm and fuzzy feeling to the actual like what we're doing today, action, then I'm wasting my breath, right? And of course, that's why I do the adventure trainings. That's why I'm doing the kickstart right now. And I just really want to encourage you that it it really is simple. It's not easy. Hear me when I say, <laughs> I don't want to miss, I don't want to misrepresent my beliefs because I don't believe that this is a easy thing. But I do believe that there are simple things that we can do that unlock our adventure, okay? So I want to do a three-part series. Now, obviously, I do my solo podcast every other week, so this will be kind of divided every other week. So (laughs) come back in two weeks if you want part two of the series. But this is just basically a series of the basics, Okay, the basics of adventure, I want to make this super simple for you and I want you to be able to see the steps that you are going through and that you are living out. Okay, so before I get started, you guys know that we are, I'm doing the 10-day kickstart. We're actually on the second week of the kickstart right now and I just ask that as we finish this, whether you're in it or you're not, would you please be praying for the women that are going through this kickstart as we finish up this second week that all I want is for every single woman to have a clear picture of the things that they feel called to do this year. And I want them to be able to connect that to to their actual daily action. Okay? Please be praying with me. <laughs> um, now, today, we I want to look at step one of the adventure, the basics. Okay? I want to look at the basics. So step one, I want you to understand that every adventure, like the very first step is an idea. Okay, every single thing that God has ever called me to do has been introduced into my brain as an idea. Okay, step one of every adventure is an idea. Now, 
I don't I don't know. I think we're all different when it comes to the amount of dreaming we do or the amount of ideas. You know, I think that sometimes couples like you typically have one that has, oh, all these ideas. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, kind of dreamers. And then you have one that's like, no, let's just not, <laughs> you know. So I would say in my marriage, I am definitely the the idea girl, the dreamer, the let's do this, let's do that, you know. And uh, I don't think Carter would disagree at all with, if I said that the fact that we have the family we do came from my ideas of what I felt God was calling me to do. But one of the things that I want to get kind of, um, I want to help you understand is that the call of God on your life some people, some of you maybe have had a deep understanding of what has called, God has called you to do from the time you were little. Like maybe you were in a family who, you know, your dad said, oh, you're called to do this or something like that. Um, but I would say for most of us, you know, unless you have someone on the outside that says something about you that you feel connected to it and then you step into that, like most of us don't get that. Like most of us don't have someone look at us and say, this is the purpose on your life, you know? I mean, we might say, people might say kind things about us, but for the most part, we're all out here just kind of living. And of course, we have our Bible that we should be reading to feel connected to God and his His foundations and, you know, how he works and what he calls people to do. We should definitely be doing that. We should be connected to other believers and gather together and we should be worshiping God, which is a great way to feel connected to his presence and the things he might be speaking to us, of course. But those should all be present in our life. But the truth is, is so much of how God speaks to us is ideas. And every adventure starts with this this idea that invites you to go on it, okay? And what I have learned is if you are a person who fosters those ideas, who takes them in and really acts upon them, that I now have learned that if you show God that you will act on the things he's asked you to do, he can trust you with more things to do, okay? One of the things that we have to get away from is being people that only sit around and pray forever and never do. Um, Faith without works is dead, meaning that if you are a person who only ever thinks about doing things and you never do the thing, that's not in God's heart, okay? So, Of course, now I'm a huge believer that sometimes these ideas, like sometimes we're talking about big ideas, like for instance, my idea to have a large family, (laughs) like that's a pretty big idea and that took me, you know, years, decades to, to kind of arrive to that idea that I have, like I wanted to have five kids, I wanted to adopt, that was my idea and I can tell you, Carter would agree with me. That was not his idea. If he would have married some other girl, he would be having like two kids right now and probably would not have adopted because that was my idea. Like I felt called to do that. And he knew even before we got married that 
that was my, like, that was my trajectory. And I told him, like, don't even get married to me if you don't want to adopt. Don't get married to me if you don't want at least, like, four, but really five kids. Like, that was my, that was where I truly felt called to go. And, I mean, I wouldn't have married him if he wouldn't have been on board with that. And that's just as clear as I knew that that call of God on my life was. And so, he and he, you know, he said, okay, yeah, we'll do it. And we've been on this grand adventure together. But let's be clear, that was only an idea. Like nobody looked at me and said, Haley, you're called to have five kids and you're called to adopt and you need to step into that and you need to do it. Like that was not how that went. It started, of course, I'm one of seven kids. And so I grew up with feeling the call to duplicate where I came from. My parents adopted and I felt when I saw someone go on that journey, I felt called that I was supposed to do that as well. Okay, but it all started simply with an idea of, hmm, I want to adopt one day. And then you follow that idea with action. Okay, so it's really how well are you fostering your ideas? Now, I think we need to cover this, this thought. Is every idea a call of God on your life? Absolutely not. Um, I will tell you from experience from a girl who, like I said, can have many ideas. There is a, there's also an understanding on how to wrestle with ideas. Of course, some ideas need to be wrestled with because, you know, for instance, if you had the idea of moving across the globe and starting some kind of ministry and you're, you were married and your husband was not on board with that idea, like there has to be some practicality of what works for your ideas. Okay, and there's a wrestling process of these ideas. And I want to, in the future, kind of go through, kind of break some of these things out. But for today, I just want to kind of hit the basics. We're hitting the basics, okay? So for someone like me, like I can be a girl who has all kinds of ideas. And I'll throw them to my husband and say, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? I mean, can we just say poor Carter for a second? Keep him on your prayer list because... He married someone who's much different than him. And thankfully, he's learned how to be married to me. But it's like, I am definitely more squirrely. Like, I can be like, I had this idea. I had this idea, which is why my adventure training is good for people like me, because it holds me accountable to not just throw every idea away. Like, I I stay focused on, no, Haley, you said you were going to do this. <laughs> and it, it holds me, I, I need the accountability, I guess. And so... These ideas, you have to wrestle with them. And sometimes we actually need to let the ideas go. Like I've had an idea that I've kind of wrestled with for about four years now. And just recently, I mean, four years, I've been thinking about this thing that I felt maybe called to do. And it's just been recently that I'm kind of wondering if I need to let it go. Okay, so hear me when I say not every idea means you need to go on that adventure. But you need to take your idea serious. Like you need to be a person who actually wrestles with ideas to figure out if they actually feel peaceful, if God is calling you them to, to act on them, or if it was just an idea. And maybe it will come back later and maybe it won't, okay? And lastly, when I am wanting to just tell you the basics of the idea is some, and I love this about God, like I'm a huge, like God cares about that big thing. Like me, me creating this family he called me to is big, but sometimes it's little things, you know, like, hey, 
I could write that person a card or I could send that person a text or I could, you know, give that person $20 or I could give this person a gift. And I love these little these little small ideas that can be done sometimes within 10, 10 minutes or within a day. Like sometimes I'll wake up and like, oh, there's this idea. And I like to think this is almost like a little bit of a different, I'm going to say beast, that's probably not the right word, but like it's a little bit different. It's like you had these ideas of deep calls and purposes on your life. But you also sometimes, I just think God sometimes is like, hey, Haley, today, go do this real quick. And maybe it wasn't on my list to to do, but I know it is in my priorities of who I want to be as a person on this earth. And I'll just do it. Like, even if I, even if it isn't God, like, I truly feel what's the loss of sending that personal letter right? Of living out that culture. So while I also think that it is very important we how we handle our big ideas for sure, I actually want to encourage you that I'm a lover of the small idea too. Like these small things we do I think matter and maybe it's not a huge thing just to do it. You know, maybe it's not life-changing today if you just send a little text, but if you spend your life doing little things, I think that it matters. And so you need to do the big things, yes, that God calls you to do. But I also think you should be acting on these these little things that God has put on your heart. And so today is step one, the basics. It's ideas. Every adventure starts with an idea. I've told you many times about Redemption Unveiled and my long journey here. And the beauty of that is, when I started, I felt first felt called and started taking action to the idea in 2015, okay? It's so about halfway through the year of 2015. I remember feeling very confident that I should finally act on the idea to start a blog. And the very first day that I started, I quit, okay? That is, that is, that is the truth. I came home. I talked to Carter for a while like, oh, I think I'm going to start a blog. I think I'm going to start a blog. Um, And finally one day I was like, okay, I'm going to get started. I did like a free trial on this place that I was told to start a blog. And I was so overwhelmed. I had no idea I was going to actually need to know computer stuff and how like, like I was seeing the words code and say, I'm like, why does this not just work like Microsoft Word? (laughs) Like, And I just, I was so overwhelmed. I quit. And I said, hey, Carter, forget about that idea that I had about starting a blog. It's really hard. Turns out you need to know a lot of stuff that I don't, you know, I don't understand. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. So just drop it. <laughs> That's how I, I, it's not really how I get, but it's like, I'm telling him as if he's cares, you know, he's like, okay, don't do a blog, you know? So I, but I quit. And yet that idea was still there. And so like a month later, I was like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just open it up again and kind of play around. And then, and then I I think I quit a couple more times. I'm not going to lie. So that was like in the middle of 2015. And I started, I posted my first blog January, like the first week of January in 2016. Okay. But hear me when I tell you this, I knew that I was responding to a call of God on my life when I did that. But let me also explain to you what I thought was going to happen. I thought I was going to post one blog, maybe two. It, of course, was going to go viral because this was God. And then I would step into this call of God on my life, whatever it was, you know, teaching women. Whatever it was I was going to teach them, I just knew I was supposed to do that. Okay, 
seven years later, <laughs> I, I want to tell, like, this is the deep truth. I was still blogging. Like, I hadn't blogged every week or anything. I had taken some breaks from the blog and stuff. But in my heart, like, I was still saying yes to that idea. And I still did not have clarity to what I was doing. So I always think that that must reveal something about myself. Like, guys, that's who that's who you got here that you're listening to. Be the girl who will have a blog and then turn it into a podcast for seven years and not know exactly why she's doing it. Only responding to this idea that that continually knocks on her heart that says, follow me. Follow me, even though you might look like an idiot. Follow me, even though you don't know what you're doing. Follow me, even though you're discouraged. Follow me, even though you looked like an idiot when you did that. Follow me, even though they got mad when you said that. Follow me, even though you don't know where I'm taking you. Follow me. And it was just this belief in an idea, this belief in a whisper, this belief. And then to tell you the truth, here, the even before last year, I've told you guys that last year was the year when I got like everything clicked for me. Even before that, something happened within me that I knew that I knew that I knew that I was going to discover what God, why God was taking me here. And the only reason is because I took action to an idea. Okay. I want you to see the power of responding and and giving attention to the ideas that you have. I'm here to tell you from the girl who had a blog for seven years, I didn't know why. I'm here to tell you it doesn't mean it's just going to click, but it means that you are a person that God can give things to that you'll care about outside of just going to a D group. Like guys, if we want to be the children of God that we were created to be, we've got to get it out of our head. The only Christian thing we do is in a building, in a local church building or in a D group or at in our Bible time. I am not here for it. And if that makes you mad, then you can stop listening to my podcast because I am here to get Christian women awake to the call of God on their life. And I hate this culture that's been created that we have Christian things and we have non-Christian things because I'm telling you, raising your kids, creating these businesses, creating these homes, being a friend, serving your community, all of these things can be the core of what God has created you to do. But yet we've limited him so much to this box. That's like, what in the world? How did we get here? I don't know, but it makes me angry. And if anyone is connected to the fact that you don't feel connected to the call of God in your life, I want you to look at What ideas have you not fostered? Or maybe you had an idea and you tried, but then you gave up because you got discouraged like I have. I mean, I'm over here to tell you, like I've quit, I've quit or backed away from this blog or whatever for many times to step back and say, is this idea really from him? And then at the end of that moment saying, yeah, I think he's still here with this idea. I'm going to move forward. That's, that's how we have to treat our ideas. Again, not every idea is from God, but we have to pay attention to our ideas. And if we feel that we have an idea that is inviting us to go on an adventure with God, we have to respond. Every adventure starts with an idea. I'm here to tell you to start giving your ideas attention. Start dreaming. Start looking at them. Start talking to your spouse. Start discovering the power of your ideas. Okay? Step one, the basics of adventure. Every adventure starts with an idea. Okay. I will see you back here next week. Have a good one. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
And if you did, would you mind leaving a review? That would be amazing. And also, if you'd like to connect on social media, I'm Redemption Unveiled everywhere or Haley Marie Carter on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. I will see you back here next Wednesday for a new podcast episode. And remember that the earth is waiting for you to show up. Have a great day.